Hello, this is Roy Lilly. You know, since before COVID, when I've been on the wireless or the telly talking about the NHS and its travails and trials, I've found myself saying the same thing. Time and again, I've repeated myself. Whatever the issue, poor quality, waiting, whatever the problem, the source can be tracked back to the NHS having not enough people to do the job properly, not enough people to deliver timely, safe care. How many times have I written and podcast and you've been kind enough to listen and read the fact that the NHS doesn't have enough people is the root cause of this problem or that, this failure or that. There are three things the NHS has to sort out. Keep at the top of its to-do list. One, people. Two, people. Three, people. Technology can make the job easier. Machines that go beep might make it safer. But in the end, the NHS is a people business. Well-trained people, happy and comfortable in their work, with the time and space to be reassuring, professional and compassionate, and they are supported and listened to. We all know it's not like that. There are exceptions, but fundamentally the NHS is a chaotic place. In many instances, it isn't safe and is a miserable place to work. The horrible predicament the NHS finds itself in is highlighted in a report from the Health and Health Select Committee, published yesterday, and there's a link to it in today's e-letter. And by the time you read this, the media will have moved on, but we're still left with it. Why is the NHS in this mess? Here are what I think are the key issues. Following the world banking crisis, Her Majesty's government made cuts across public services. The NHS had about 10 years of flatline funding. The structural damage to training, placements, capital equipment and refurbishment was done during that time. In 2012, dozy David Cameron let La La Lansley loose to wreck all hell on NHS institutions. La La demolished very good regional structures for workforce planning and introduced an arm's length body called Health Education England. A year later, the Tory cuts started. Health education's budget for developing staff was slashed from 238 million in 2013 to 83 million by 2018. I'm just going to say that again: 238 million in 2013 to 83 million by 2018. Health Education England have never really been able to deliver much and the new Health and Care Act will see them subsumed up the back passage of the NHS. There'll be few tears about that. On the 30th of July 2020, NHSE produced a people plan. How to look after the people we don't have. Watching over the NHS for most of this time, post-la-la, was one Jeremy Hunt. You might say it's a bit rich that now, as the chair of the select committee, he's critical of a government he was part of. His relationship with George Osborne, the then Chancellor, didn't bear fruit until 2025. In the interim, Osborne's cuts made recruitment more difficult and by demolishing the bursary arrangements for nursing made life even more difficult. Along came Covid and all bets were off. Applications to become a nurse now are 8% down and 400 a week are leaving. And the real state of NHS workforce has been revealed. 
The Department of Health response is, quote, NHS England has been asked to produce a workforce plan. Now, as is usual with the DH Plus press office, there's just enough truth in this to avoid them being called a bunch of slimy toads who'd sell their granny for a shilling. But the whole truth is Sajid Javid, the former Secretary of State for Health, instructed the DH, HEE and NHSE to jointly draw up a workforce strategy report by Christmas. It has to include data on workforce requirements by speciality and provide a gap analysis to inform training plans. It's a strategy report, not a workforce plan. And for some strange reason, Javid said, I'd like to see the document published in full. But he could only guarantee that its conclusions would be published. Publishing the report in full was, he said, something I'd like to do, but the decision would be subject to cross-government agreement and he could not preempt that decision. Can you think of a reason for not publishing in full? Can you think of a reason the Labour Party wouldn't want to publish it in full? What about the Tories? Well, a workforce plan strategy, whatever, in the end has to be funded. My guess, the workforce debacle will take 10, maybe 15 years to fix. A strategic review will reveal the need for thousands more people and the training and wage bill will go through the roof. And should we forget, Her Majesty's Government fought tooth and nail to prevent an amendment to the Care Bill obliging government to produce the biannual workforce report. Fix the workforce? Don't hold your breath. Thanks for listening. I hope we'll speak again soon. Bye-bye.